Yeah, Manny didn't want that on the soundboard. He's like, yeah, I, he's like, I know it's a joke, but like, I don't really want to use that. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, because I really want to, I don't really want to talk about her. I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> that, and that is why it's there. Facts. <laughs> That's why it's there, children. This is going to be episode 50.5 of Cigars and Bars. Basically, it's going to be the uh, Kyle and Stu basketball podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, if I had the rights to play that song as the intro of the show, 100% I would. Yes, yes, I absolutely. Think, Bring back the NBA and NBC. That was the, that was some of the best times I've had. You know Tony Khan bought the rights to that, right? Oh. He's been using it for Dynamite. So like when like if you ever watch a Dynamite, pay attention like when Excalibur's going through like talking about like the stuff coming up. That's the song playing in the background. See, now that's how you know he's a 90s kid, man. Fucking facts, That was bro. a perfect t- That was the best time when you were like a little kid and seeing like the NBA on, on NBC. Oh, dude, you like know, when like when Reggie Reggie Miller, you know, like the the Pacers versus the Knicks. Yeah, facts. Oh. Bro, like I used to, like, when I was a kid, I loved it. And then every now and then, even as an adult, I'll go back on YouTube and just, like, pull up a game from, like, the 90s, right? Like, like one of the NBA Finals games. Also, I have to say, back in the day, like, the 90s, right? The fucking production of the NBA on NBC. Fire. Like... The chef's kiss. Dude, because, like... Every broadcast would open the same. They'd have that cold open showing the production of like, like either like some playing in black and white. And then you hear like Bob Costas, right? And he's sitting here just like Michael Jordan and the, and the, the defending champion bulls are going against the Utah jazz. And he's just like, like the Utah jazz posted the best record in the West. And like, he's just sitting there painting a picture of everything. And he's just like, we'll find out more. When game one of the NBA finals happens. <laughs> well, no. So he's saying that and it's like some epic music in the background. And then all of a sudden, like when it would show the NBC logo of like the peacock coming up. And then that's when you're hearing the intro. And then all of a sudden when that fucking crescendo hits the dun, 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 and then you're just hearing that fucking announcer. It's the NBA on NBC tonight. Game one of the NBA finals. The Chicago Bulls versus the Utah Jazz. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. And especially like in the 90s, you know, children, when the Rockets were amazing. Facts. You know what I mean? Like the back-to-back champs. Lajuan, bro. Oh, see, yeah. It's like mad Vernon Maxwell. Facts. You know what I mean? You do Kenny the Jet Smith. <laughs> you know, the uh, Jet. The Jet. <laughs> you know what I mean? When he actually was able to run. <laughs> fucking facts. When he had knees. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, you got OT, you know, Otis Thorpe. Mm-hmm. No one actually knows who the hell Otis Thorpe is, but that man was, he was big, bald, black, and beautiful. Love to see it. Let's get that shit. I love for Otis Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to episode 50.5 of Cigars and Bars. Two out of the three boys are here. It's your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And joined with me tonight, the official official legal and financial advisor of the world famous Heel Face Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Kyle. Hello, I'd love to see you around. And again, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly for all this. And um, <laughs> I'm just glad to see what type of shenanigans have been happening since the last time that you called me when I was coming out of a stupor. Yeah, yeah. We kind of called you mid-episode last episode. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, dude, I mean, it, it got so bad that the phone was so loud, y'all was waking up the rest of the bitches. I'm sorry. But I mean, you already know. You're riches! Better recognize! This cigars and bars, baby. I mean, I had one of them hand me the phone because it was, you know, vibrating up, uh, you know, 
near nearing her chonies and shit, and now <laughs> you know what I mean. And she was like almost she almost elbowed one of the big nose bitches. So oh, uh, we can't be having that. That's unfortunate. Can't have that dirty shit in the paint. No, 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 absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, I mean it's not the basketball podcast, but it's the basketball podcast. I mean, you gotta have you know get one of the handy wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we're all sanitary. All sanitary. Yes. All sanitary all the time. So I know I know we kind of talked about this off air yesterday, but uh, how was your week? Oh man, I'll tell you, it's like the last couple of weeks have been they, they've been they've been tested. You know what I mean? They've been trying. To say the least, bro. To say the least, like, I, it, it's one of those things where it's not. It, it's it wouldn't be shenanigans because you know shenanigans are lighthearted. They're right. They're cheeky and jest. fun, you know. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're cheeky. I mean they are they're meant to be good a good natured you know a good natured romp. You know what I mean? Right. You know it's it's not ruckus. Yeah. It's more of um you know just a um. A change up from the from normalcy. You know what I mean? Facts. In a good he way. Ain't lying. Like it, it's supposed to be cheeky. It's not supposed to be you know malicious or or you know even angry. Yeah, I mean it, it's not supposed to be debilitating. You know what I mean? It's not supposed to stop you from doing stuff. It's supposed to add things to you. Facts. Now, in the past couple of weeks, people have been really. There's four people that there's four type of people that come to your life. People that add, subtract, multiply, divide. A lot of motherfuckers Facts. been trying to subtract, <laughs> you know, from my one from my sanity and two from my patience. Oh, oh, yes, yes, and like, I mean, I told you about I told you about my work week and like, you know, again, I'm kind of uh, FNG my new spot as as you are in your spot. For the most part, like you've been there longer at your job than I have at my new job, but like, well, well I mean, you know, corporate is a, is is a different type of beast than right, you know, right, the, right. Than, than the regional offices at Heelface Enterprises. Facts, yeah. facts, and like, again, I, my supervisor brain had kicked in this week because, like, at my job, you know, like I'm I'm tier two in the technical and so sometimes i need i need to reach out to tier three to to get certain shit done yeah and bro when i tell you i reached out to these motherfuckers and i didn't get a response for 30 minutes again half my brain is going Stu, you got to be patient with these people and you like you can't really just expect anyone to jump on with you know with with fucking doing what you're expecting and everything you know you got to be patient but then the supervisor half of my brain is like well let me tell you something brother nigga do your job <laughs> do your fucking job like what do you do 30 minutes that shit is unacceptable like, shout out to y'all <laughs> but like that shit like again and when i talked to my lead the next day i was like i was explaining this to him i was like look at my old job like if i was working a chat and I miss something within two minutes. If I didn't acknowledge somebody's question within two minutes, I had at least four people coming to talk to me about it. Like, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. It's like, or or you would get a very, very concerning emoji. Facts. You know what I mean? It's so, like, I mean, a line of them. You know what I mean? Not just one, but like a line of it. Facts. Five and it, and it's row. usually like, like a squirt gun with a face. Like, like this will be you if you ain't doing your job. All right, it's not that serious, but yeah, it's, it's serious. more of like concern when we get like the teeth chattering and like you know like yeah like yeah fingers and stuff near there. Be like, oh, are you okay? What's going on? Yeah, and it just it's like, it's like no no. I mean everything's fine. I mean I'm I'm having a blumpkin right now. I'm living my life. <laughs> I'm good. I mean I, I I I put my status to I'll be right back. <laughs> blumpkin yo. I mean, like, what's the problem? <laughs> like, I thought we was cool. <laughs> I thought we were good. I, I thought we were I, good. Like, what, what's going on I here, told, man? I told you I'll be right back. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm coming back. So, yeah, I was I was just like Tuesday night. I was angry about that. And then I, then I told my lead, I was like, I'll talk, I'll talk with you about it Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I explained my situation. I explained everything. And I was just like, look, this, this shit is unacceptable. And my boss, shout out to Silas, yo. I'm going to get him on this podcast one of these days. 
I heard him like on a meeting because I sit literally right next to him. And I heard him on a meeting going in on everybody like, what the fuck were y'all doing? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh, so it wasn't like a playful, he's going in, he's going in. Nah, nah, nah. He was just like, like his energy was straight up. What did you say, nigga? Say, <laughs> <laughs> so we could have had like five pizza by the time you got on, you got on chat. Facts. I could have had, I could have ordered a couple pizzas. That that delivery could have been delayed because the fucking driver got a flat tire and he still would have got that pizza in time before I got a fucking response. Mm. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And that shit just had me sideways, bro. And I was just like, again, half brain, stupid patient. You're the you're the FNG. Like you don't know how shit works around here. Just be patient. But then supervisor brain of me is just like, do your fucking job. <laughs> It's like the whisper. <laughs> it's whispering in your ear the whole time. It's like, 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 just you know that whole energy of just like staring at the side of somebody's face, going, "Do your fucking job." It's like you, you over here trying to like <laughs> will them into doing something. <laughs> Nigga, why are you just sitting there looking at your computer? Do your goddamn job. So this is like Inception while you're awake. Facts. <laughs> you gotta put it into their idea to get off their lazy asses and actually do work. Fucking facts, bro. <laughs> you're trying to go into their mind palace. <laughs> go into the vault, just drop in this idea and be like, you know what? I'm gonna do my work. Well, and then, then here's I'm what be a productive member of this team. Facts. <laughs> well, here's what pissed me off later on in the week, right? Because I'm like, all right, I, you, I mean, you've known me forever. And like, you know, I've been yeah, yeah. in a couple of supervisor positions. Like, I know the tricks to the game, baby. Like, I know how it works. We was, I was in the trenches. I know. Facts. Ain't nothing new under the sun, baby. Fucking facts. Like, All we right. used to sit next to each other. We know what it was, right? <laughs> but like, so here's something I noticed, right? So my, my boss, my, my like high up boss, she comes out to me. Like, you know, shout out to her one time because she has been, I, I've noticed that she's low key trying to get to know me. Right. Yeah. So she's been coming up and like asking me questions about my college and like seeing how I'm doing on a daily basis and the fact that I sit next to my to my actual leader and then like she comes over, she'll talk to him and then she talks to me and like, you know, we, we have a good rapport. Yeah, yeah, making the rounds and such. Right. Yeah. And she's a Dodgers fan, so I always give her shit all the time. I'm like, We could have been best friends, but you a Dodger fan, so <laughs> you know, and she'd be like, We can still be friends. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean possibly associates. Yeah, facts. <laughs> But shout out to her. But uh, so one one day, you know, I think it was a Thursday morning. She comes up and she was, we were talking about baseball and everything. And then she was just like, I was like, yeah, those Rays were fired because they were undefeated. They were going like, they were like 13 and 0 starting the season. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, is very surprising. Right. But like, they've been, they've been balling how they should. Right. And then the, I think the Blue Jays gave them their first loss this year. But we were talking about it, and then she mentioned somebody else from another department, I guess was one of the T3s, yeah. is a Rays fan. Um, She's like, oh, you should talk to David. He loves baseball, and he has a baseball podcast. So I was like, okay. So I'm looking at my Microsoft Teams, and I'm like, is this him? Yep. And I, first thing I sent him, how about those Rays? And he was like, oh, you love the Rays too? I was like, no, I'm a Padres head, but I love baseball. And then we just started shooting the shit about baseball. Well, there you right? Go. So I was like, this is cool, man. I'm chilling with them and shit. Then I had to reach out to Tier 3 for something else again. So I fill out the template, I fucking put it into the chat, and my man who I'm talking baseball with responded like that. Hey, there you go. So I was like, oh, so that's the game. I got to get chummy with these niggas before they actually do their job. Well, it's not really the chummy thing. It's just more of a, of a thing of, hey, I, it's the, you know, this is a solid dude. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, that, it's, so hold it's up, more hold of, hold you hold know, I'm, I'm on, I'll, I'll be on my game. But hold up, more. hold up. Prior to me having this conversation with him, same dude uh -huh. had taken 20-some minutes to respond to me before. And then when I have this conversation with him, suddenly he's like, oh, my man, I got you, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that's what I'm just saying, man. It's like it, it's not a whole thing of like, I, I ain't trying to avoid doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. It's just like, you know, hey, this is a solid cat. You know what I mean? And, and it's just one of those things where it's it's a lot easier or it's a lot, it's a lot more understandable to you know be extra sharp when you when you either put a face to the name or put a personality behind it you know what i mean fucking facts but hey we've been chill and he's been helping me out since shout out to my boy shout out
but like outside of that whole team getting on my goddamn nerves like i had a pretty solid week sure yeah i mean it was i'd say it was solid you know i mean minus my padres going on a goddamn losing streak to the fucking milwaukee brewers i mean hey you know the brew crews out there i mean they they out here bro like it, it's wild but you know this upcoming week tatis is coming back so i'm hoping it turns this franchise around for sure mm, yeah i mean it's go- it's definitely gonna add a whole bunch of you know l- a lot more you know like bachata energy in there facts you know so it's gonna be it's gonna be good and you know i can't wait to see him when we sit in the crone zone next weekend Mm-hmm. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I mean, we're gonna be at a ball game, drinking some beers, seeing some of these. You're riches, better recognize. And we're gonna have a, ourselves a lovely time. Indeed, shenanigans will ensue. People. Shenanigans Not will ensue. Worry. Yes. It's just a matter of whether or not Manny will be there with us. Shout out to my boy. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. I mean, he's pro- he, he is probably, you know, probably blowing some backs and possibly his back out tonight. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But, I mean, I know, like, he's looking to get into a new house, and so he's waiting to see if they're going to close in on that. And if he has to move next week and he can't make it with us, but if so, he's like, I'm down. And I'm like, best be, because we're going to be doing a Phoenix. It's like a Phoenix pod. Yes. At the corporate office. Absolutely. And it's about about, about damn time. Facts. I mean, yeah, like, I, I know he's still... A special laminated passes and so, stuff. So, like, I knew he was still banned from the office, but, like, I know this is, like, the one exception that... Yeah, I, I had to go, you know, I had to fill out forms in quadruplicate, you know, really? an extra one. Really? You usually have a triplicate, now it's, you know, have four. Like, well, I knew, like, when I got the email, I was surprised, because I was like wait they're letting manny back in the off and then like i hit up susan and i was like are are you cool with this like and she's like as long as he behaves himself i'll be fine well i mean i had to go down and talk to white jerome in security you know (laughs) you know the guy that wears like the um (laughs) shout out to white jerome yeah like like the guy that wears like the mock turtleneck and you know the sweater that has like the the shoulder pads and everything you know like the real tactical dude i don't know why he does because he's ripped Right, right. Like my man's in good shape, but like he, it's like he does that because he like he, it's like he wants his shoulders to look big. I'm like, nigga, you already got big shoulders. Like, I mean, he's more of like you know the British tactical type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What yeah. I mean? Where it's like you know like former Royal Marines and shit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like that knitted sweater type thing. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. And he's got like the knitted hoodies and shit. Like it, he's that dude's that he's a different energy. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, the it, accent it, for it, me expe- though. Yeah, especially you know I mean, an English man named Jerome. That's something that's you know, one of us with that dude. Yeah, I, I like when I first heard when I saw the name on, on on an email, I was like, oh shit, we got a Jerome in the office and I met him and he's like I mean he's a lovely man, like Yeah. Just I just I mean Jerome Williams. I mean yeah. I mean of course we our better nature, right, doesn't want us to Automatically stereotype stuff, but right. if you're lo- if you're looking right, at the right. name Jerome Williams, you no. assume like <laughs> you your know, imagination is like starting to run to, a little. That's bit. a that's a brother, right? Yeah. Like you know, yeah, exactly. And then, like, and then he's coming around, be like, "Hey, would you like some tea and crumpets?" Right? You know, it's just like nicest nicest guy you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah, but like again, like I was I was kind of shocked to see on the email thread like they're like an olive branch for Manny, mm-hmm. and. I know he's a menace and all, but I know he was like kind of regretful. But I mean, he, I mean, he said on this podcast he'd do it again. So that's why I'm like, ah, you know, I can't have you putting your nuts in the copy machine like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but that's the thing about Jerome is like he, he's a lovely man. Right. He does believe in second chances. You know, what I mean, that's why he like crossed the pond and went to the West Coast instead yeah, of the yeah, East yeah, Coast yeah. usually. And oh, fun fact: loves Bedia tacos. Oh, dude, Bidia tacos are fire. Yes, he loves Bidia in lingua. Dude, I remember the, you know, I mean, he's I a remember very the first time, eater. like when we had that food truck outside the office, and then he was like, "What is this birria?" He's like, "What? I can't. I'm not gonna do his accent. Like, I, I don't want to disrespect it." But he was like, yeah, birria. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the birria tacos, and then like I remember one of the one of the ladies, and I was like, Bidia. 
and then she was like oh, you, know, you gotta dip it in the sauce like that and then he was like oh, okay and then he it was like like you remember beer fest yes you remember when uh they sent the the secret recipe beer to the dude in in fucking europe and then like he's they're like my frown you got a package and then he opens it up and he pops his beer open and he sips it and his lip quivers <laughs> <laughs> I know that was great. I mean, like at the time, I didn't have my phone out at the time, but right, I mean, right. it's like it, it, that was a, a moment that will be etched in your memory. Oh, one hundred percent. it's one hundred percent. It's too good of a. T- it's too good of a moment to be captured on film. Right. It's just one of those. You got to be there. You man. had to be there. Like yeah. you had to be there. But yeah. shout out Jerome, man. Like he's good dude. Shout out. But yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of hoops that I had to run through, man. And, of course, um, a lot know, of forms, a like, lot of paperwork. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I called in a favor. It's more of, um, I'll catch in the next one. I see you. Okay. You know, so okay. I'm like, all right, cool. But right. yeah, so that's Manny, cool. you better thank Kyle next time you see him, like straight up, because I was worried about taking him to the to the southern america office like i you know yeah i mean that, that one's still because here's the whole thing you you got to be in the metal tube for like damn near 24 hours right you right know i mean both ways facts so i'm just like uh, i mean something might happen on the way you know I me mean, possibly over like the pacific ocean <laughs> and some shit hap- goes down in like peru and as we're like flying through Right. I mean, and then maybe you might be another fucking like DB Cooper and shit happening. <laughs> fucking facts. <laughs> Which I'm not down for. Can't take Manny to the office because then, you know, it it would either be or it'd be. And either way, like, fines would happen and papers would have to, like, I'd. I like, can't. It's like, what's going to happen? It's like, oh, no, he's trekking somewhere in, like, the mountains of Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> you sit in the office like, no! Yeah, Saturday's going to be fun, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm honestly excited for that. And what I think is funny is, uh, so, g- got the girly new job at my place. And current job she's at is, uh, for lack of a better word, basuda. It is uh, trash. Oh, it's like a completa. Facts. Uh, Facts. Yeah. So she's finishing her training class tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then this week she's supposed to start her new schedule of Tuesday through Saturday. Uh-huh. But she starts the new job next week, Monday through Friday. So she's like, I'm trying to figure out how to. And I was like do you want to get paid for this last week? And she's like, yeah. And so I'm like, is this one of these things that should be edited out later on? Or, probably. You know I me mean? Because the timing and all? Probably. Possibly. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not naming names or jobs. But I was like, you could always quit on Saturday. You could quit at any time. Fucking facts. Yeah. And I was like, wait, do you have paid time? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what you could do is use your paid time off for Saturday and then quit next Tuesday. <laughs> just not show up and when they call you like hey are you coming in negative <laughs> it's, like, it's like negatory negatri- megatron i'm gonna go with no it's like wow that's cold <laughs> that, that's good I mean, hey but you know what though it's it's one of those things where it's it's I understand you know what I mean definitely at the low level especially being at the trenches where yeah yeah you know it's like because whenever you hear people on the outside or you know have like higher level jobs right right like, right you never want to burn the bridges you always want to you know go on like go out on a bat on a good note and stuff like that right but it is one of those things where it's like okay you are a number um you know you are somewhat replaceable and they ask you for your two weeks so they can actually replace your ass yeah and not have anything you know affected so i'm just like but they don't tell you they don't give you a two-week notice of when you're gonna get get fired together right right so i'm like you know what i i i I get it you know what i mean i'm not saying i do the same thing but i understand we understand 100 yeah i wouldn't do it but i understand facts Perfect. 
Yeah, but yeah, I mean, again, I'm excited about this weekend, man. It, it, I mean, about Saturday, you know what I mean? Taking in a, taking in a ball game. Yes. Enjoying the, enjoying the sights. You know what I mean? Especially being with, with my, with the boys, with the co-host, with, you know, it's like the wing folks. Facts. You know what I mean? Not just wing men, but you know, the wing folks. The wing folks, yeah. and we're gonna be having beer, sitting in right field, like. I think it's honestly going to be interesting to see, like, live and in person, the pitch clock happening. Mm. You know, and, like, seeing... Because I'm pretty sure the game's going to go by pretty fucking quick with that pitch clock, so, like... Yeah, it's like the new rules, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, on average, like, games have been lasting... Like, I think the average they said was, like, it's... Every game is about, on average, 32 minutes shorter than normal. That's crazy. That that is a crazy amount of like time that is that you're getting back. Facts. But like, I think that it, the the thing for me that's interesting to see is like the pitchers that usually take forever, like on their windups and all that shit. Seeing how they would adjust to this 15 second pitch clock, right, or 20 seconds if there's a runner on base, and seeing some of the pitchers like your Kenley Jansons, right? Like so, like Kenley Jansen would always do the shit where. He's staring in at the plate, and then he does this fucking big-ass gather. And then he sits there and throws, right? And yeah, it's yeah. just like, you can't do that with this pitch clock now. Because, yeah, like, there's specifics with the clock. So it's like 15 seconds, but by the 8-second mark, the batter has to be in the box looking at the pitcher. Yeah. If the batter's not in there by, by 8 seconds, they get called for a pitch clock violation, and fucking they get a strike put on them. If the pitcher takes too long, it's an automatic ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 because we all know that a lot of like the windups, a lot of the other stuff, it's it's the mental part of the game, but right. it's also incredibly unnecessary because the the risk. Can stop move the chair, bro? Sorry. <laughs> um but a lot of the a lot a lot of those mental games like the the cost benefit ratio so apparently <laughs> our our broadcast decided to stop in the middle of this shit yeah it's like i was i was either hearing like trash cans being beat in the in the middle distance right and like some weird like Bostonian accent saying like you suck. <laughs> Let's suck a little bit more baseball. Yeah, I'm getting coffee in the park. <laughs> Why don't you meet me in the parking lot? <laughs> your cat keys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our Boston listeners, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to hit this button because I know eventually we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, but I don't know if this is the actual button that I'm thinking of. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. <laughs> you kidding me? Playoffs? Shout out to Jim. Jim Moore. <laughs> well, I was looking for that fucking. We talking playoffs or what? Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. 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 <laughs> All these apparently are just Jim Mora. Playoffs. <laughs> the meme that just keeps on giving, man. It's great. It's the different inflections for me. Playoffs. Are we talking like playoffs? <laughs> but are we? But, but seriously, are we talking about playoffs? <laughs> Why are we talking about playoffs right now? Because you know? the NBA playoffs is going on. <laughs> All right, I gotta stop that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 great. That that, that is hilarious. Oh, we watched some of the games tonight, dude. That Suns and Clippers series is gonna be fucking fire. It's it is gonna be good. I'm just wondering if the Suns are gonna be able to be dynamic enough for in order for them to actually win. I mean, like, the one thing that they kept, that, like, every analyst kept saying after KD got traded so late in the season, people were like, yeah, the Suns are going to be better for him being there, but, like, they haven't all played with each other long enough to actually, like, get that synchrony and get that chemistry going. 
Yeah, but I mean, those analysts, when they talk about that stuff, you know, like half of them are bullshit because they never be, ever actually played the game at a decent level. You know, like the highest, like, like the highest that some of them have gone past is like maybe JV or AAU, right? Right. So, unless you're, unless it's like former NBA players like Barkley, Shaq, you know, like dudes that have actually played the game to understand, like, you got to have chemistry with your team in order to gel. Right, but I mean, but they also understand though. It's like when ballers ball, yeah. It the the, the meshing and and like if the the willingness about wanting to play with one another and trying to achieve a goal, right? It doesn't take that long. Facts. It takes like a couple weeks, man. And you know what? And and taking a couple weeks, having a few dinners, having some drinks. I mean, know, having practice some with each other, activities, being in the gym, like. Yeah, extracurricular activities, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, but that. <laughs> yeah. and, and and more importantly, it's 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 the whole thing of this was a willing trade. Right. You know what I mean? So you're going to be motivated. Facts. KD's going to be motivated. Absolutely. I mean, are they going to, did they lose, uh, like, did they lose Macau Bridges, which was a really great glue guy? Well, like they, I think I believe they lost Bridges and Cam Johnson, and I was like, they're gonna miss Cam Johnson. That that boy was like an automatic three pointer. Right, right. You know, and, and Bridges, he was a really he was a, he was a good glue guy. He was a good he catalyst. Was, yeah, he was a good catalyst. He was a really good, um, you know, spark off the bench, yeah, but facts. also just just a personality in itself. Right. So it's like, yeah, are you gonna miss that? Absolutely. But when you bring in a NBA champion and I know people are hating on um, they're hating on him because it's like oh he had to you know join super teams in order to win his race well fuck it whatever but I mean look at his stats like champion he's been to the mountaintop he knows what it means to lead a team right he knows what it means to be a contributing member of a team well it's like he knows how to win is like every team is better for having him on there i mean scratch brooklyn out of the whole thing because i mean that was a shit show out there dumpster fire in the beginning fucking facts but like a dumpster fire in the tax haven (laughs) tax (laughs) write-off that shit was a massive dumpster fire because like I, i remember when they were like KD and fucking Kai or not Kyrie fucking yeah it was Kyrie oh, it was Kyrie yeah, yeah yeah and then like when they picked up Ben Simmons I was like <sighs> but then I was like I don't know maybe being around KD and Kyrie will do him some good you know see that that's that unfounded optimism man right that's right rational optimism you know what I mean because okay well I tried to make the the trade with Philly make sense because like. When it was Kyrie, Harden, and fucking KD, like that team right there, those big three should have gone further than they actually did. Right. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what goes on behind the closed doors. Like, I don't know. Egos got in the way of each other. I don't know what the fuck happened there. I would say, in the immortal words of Maya Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Fucking facts. But, I mean, seriously, believe them. It. We already know that if if you, I'm just saying, if you are, well, how how tall is Ben Simmons? He's like what six eight. I mean, I kept Stylish. hearing he was like seven feet. But you know, you got all the physical tools to be, ex- not just exceptional, but be a rarity Facts. in the annals of human history. Facts. And you are. It, it, but you don't have the belief in yourself that you can either accomplish something or you're trying to pass the buck as much as you possibly can. You're five feet from the rim and you look at somebody to pass it to. Are, are you serious? Are you I honestly, serious? I, like, I don't know what happened to him. I, I think Philly, like the crowd in Philly got to him so bad to the point to where, like, he was afraid to shoot in front of them. Do you know what I mean? Man, he was afraid to shoot in the front of his high school team, yo. I mean, you're right. But here's what bugs me about Ben Simmons, right? Especially when he was in Philly. Like, when you saw him during shoot-arounds, he was sinking threes left and right. Yeah. During shoot-arounds. Mm-hmm. When nobody's that, guarding you? Dog, nobody was guarding him when he was still missing threes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, 
Yeah, when I remember when when uh, Philly played LA that year, that it was, I think it was like Ben Simmons' rookie season, or it was like the season after his rookie season. And I remember LeBron James was was uh, guarding him. Yep. And at one point, Ben Simmons was literally at the top of the key, and LeBron was literally sitting in the paint, like, "Go ahead and shoot it." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like the fact that like every team was just leaving him wide open, like I dare you to take a three. Right. And I'm just sitting here like if I'm Ben Simmons and I hit threes during practice, I just treat it like practice. Fucking make them respect you. Well, I mean, there's also that mental block. You know what I mean? Some people, some people cannot separate the two. Yeah. Or at least they can't mesh it into one. You know what right, I mean? They, they right. can't treat the game like they do practice, where it's just like there is a mental, there is a clear differentiation between the two. But here's the whole thing that actually gets me upset, right? They say, and it's somewhat true, uh, Philly fans, they're assholes. Oh, 100%. You know I mean, these are the people that boo Santa. <laughs> Facts, yo. <laughs> you know, they boo Santa, the Easter Bunny, freaking like almost everybody, right? Well, like, wasn't Bill Burr's like famous rant because of Philly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're pissing off comedians that you never <laughs> want to piss off a comedian, dude. Facts. Because you are, you ain't ready for the smoke. Fucking facts. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I mean, if you look into the heart of a comedian, you will, you are looking into the void. Oh, 100%, you know bro. Like, But the part that pisses me off about Philly and Ben Simmons is that it's notoriously a hard city to play in. Yeah. But they trust, they quote unquote trusted the process they treated him with kid gloves facts years facts even when they got like jimmy buckets out there because they wanted to quote trust the process right right a seven year rebuilding effort here's here's what fucked me up about this right because i know we're going back in time with this and like we're supposed to be talking playoffs right now but it doesn't matter sure, sure. it's that like, like what, what were we supposed to be talking about again oh i don't even have the drop up <laughs> <laughs> But like you lacking, my bad, my lacking. But like, here's what threw me off. They had fucking JJ Redick on their team, one of the most prolific, prolific three point shooters in the history of basketball. One of, like, obviously when playoffs come around, he's not as consistent. But like, in that team, he was the most prolific three point shooter. Sure. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. How do you how are you around that and not develop a jump shot? I don't did did he want to be around? I mean, I remember hearing an interview Reddick being like, I mean, my door's open. Like I'd be more than happy to have anyone sit under the learning tree, and I'm like, take advantage of that. But when you don't take advantage of it, or do you, when you don't want to, when you right. ain't hungry, mother, when you're not hungry, it's that same energy of like Hangman Page talking about. I don't need to take advice from the old heads because I know what I'm doing. Fuck. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, sure, okay. But you know, but again, that's that irrational confidence of you know of young men right of Facts. incredibly young people Facts. where it's like i know everything y'all don't know nothing i'm at this place y'all can never touch me you know blah 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 and it's just like all right meanwhile the old heads you what <laughs> i'm like all right it's like not even that be like it's more of the like all right cool you got it chief you got it yeah i'm gonna let you fall i'm gonna let you break your nose I'm, a, I'm. You know what? I am not sad. I am not sad that you broke your wrist. Yet you broke your arm. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You got this, sheep. No, don't worry about it. You, you cool. I mean, I mean, are we even trying playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, nope, nope. It just. It don't fit, it don't match, and it's one of those things where a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. Oh, 100%. 
you know, and it's the fool that constantly says, I know things. The wise man sits back and says, there's some things I don't know. Facts. So it's like, so if you want to say you know everything, you ain't need no, you don't need no help. You don't need no nothing. All right, cool. You got this, chief. I'm going to let you fail. I'm going to let you burn out. And then I'm just going to go ahead and, um, you know, do si do and sidestep around you. And I'm going to continue on. Fucking facts, yo. So. So after watching all the games today. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Heat are going to be a problem in these playoffs. Uh-huh. And... I can't even choose between the Clippers and the Suns, but I can see the Clippers winning this series if the Suns keep making dumbass mistakes like they were. But like in the beginning of the third quarter, like when the Suns went on like a 12-0 run to take the lead, I was like, "That do, just do that." Well, I mean, you you kind of started to see the um, the the penchant for that to happen last year. Facts, you know, you, you saw it. You you. We've been seeing over the last three years the implosions happen. 100%. The, the continuous implosions that happen during specific times. People just forgetting that people are on the floor. Like, Facts. Okay, you have an NBA champion, finals MVP, and you forget where he is on the floor, just leave him wide open? Doc, when we were sitting there watching that game, there were on like three or four different occasions that Kawhi was wide open. And like nobody near him. Right. And they, they're just kicking it out to him. And he's like, cool, I got this. And then sinking every one of those threes. Open. Wide open. And I'm like, how do you leave a dude like that open? I mean, did you know that this man, he scored like 11 points in three and a half, like not even three and a half minutes, like less than three minutes. R- right. I mean, less than five possessions scored 11 points. Facts. It was like three threes and then a, a layup. Yeah. And, and, and you and you were, um, and I remember I said, he just gave you a sneaky 25. Facts. There's no way to talk about it. <laughs> and I remember it's like the indignant look in your face, a sneaky 25? What are you talking about? And then when you see, when you see the replay, and Russell Westbrook is driving the lane, and then you just see the Suns' defense collapse in on him. And then it was great because the shot that they got was from behind Kawhi. <laughs> you see that cameraman, and Kawhi didn't even say nothing. He just put his hand up like that, <laughs> like just a big old mitt. Yeah, just just he's not even saying nothing. He just got his hand up in the air, and then as soon as Russ is driving the lane, and they see all those Suns coming in on him, he just kicked it right out. And then Kawhi had enough time to catch, set, and shoot. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, "How do you how do you leave that man wide open?" And this is why I say though that the first this first round matchup between the Suns and the Clippers, it is advantage Clippers because the Suns have continuously shown that they blow assignments and they overcommit to the faint. They overcommit to the cutters. Facts. And they leave their assignments because they believe they're helping on the collapse defense. But then now you got But they also show like when they when they are on like when Booker is playing the wing as he should, mm-hmm. he always he's always there to get a steal. Bro, that play when fucking I think it was Westbrook was going to pass to Gordon and fucking Booker like tipped it out of the air was going out of bounds, caught it in midair, and then flipped it behind his back. No look. No look. Perfect pass into the pocket. (laughs) And you just see Craig snatch that ball and then run and fucking, and then he laid it up and got fouled. Yeah, it was it was a lovely, lovely play. It was was great. I I mean, I'm saying the Suns have flashes of greatness. Like when you when you and Katia were out at one point, uh, fucking Chris Paul was going for a rebound out of bounds and it looked like he was trying to throw it off the opponent's legs mm-hmm. but he managed to get that pass between his like like a perfect bounce pass between this dude's legs to where Craig was coming up for it caught the pass and then dunked it and I was like 
even if he was trying to throw it off of him, he still managed to get a dope fucking assist out of it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and and, and I do remember um, when I think it's some sometime in the third quarter where you're you said you said specifically that Chris Paul looks like he's always yelling at his teammates. Facts. Permanent, <laughs> like, indignant scowl. Well, because, like, at this one point... Why. Right. <laughs> at one point, he was he was at the free throw line, and, like, you see him you see him set, and then he puts it up, and it goes in. And you know how every time somebody's at the free throw line, it goes in, they're slapping hands with the dudes at the line, they're slapping right. hands with the dudes behind him. Yeah, yeah. But the entire time, he's got this look on his face, like, get y'all shit together. Come on now. And I'm just sitting here like, like he is looking like that for 60 minutes. <laughs> yes, yes. He, this man is 37 years old. Facts. Putting putting out here clinics. Facts. And then you still got people that are blowing assignments and losing not just winnable games, but you're losing leads like that. Facts. And like the fact that the Suns at one point had like a 15 point lead going into the fourth. That's insane. How did you blow that lead? And then also just the mistakes by the, like in the last two minutes of the game. Those are the worst times to make those kind of mistakes. Exactly. Like but the Clippers it, playing such lockdown defense, forcing the Suns to use their last timeout. So even if the Suns say we're to sink a three and then get a stop, or if they give up points, they have to go clear across the court with seconds left to actually fucking do anything. Yeah. And they still didn't. And the whole thing of, you know, especially in the inbounds play, if it's not a set play and the play breaks down, there needs to be movement. Facts. Everybody's got their feet in cement. Fucking facts. So they're making it easier for the defense. At one point, Booker was wide open, but he was too busy trying to set a screen instead of going for the pass. Right. And And he had his his back to the ball the entire time. So he's like, he's not even paying attention. Monty Williams has got to clean that shit up, man. He's got to clean that up because if they keep playing like that, man, this is going to be a four-game sweep. How about those fucking Kings, by the way? You know what? I have not watched any of the Kings games, but just seeing the highlights, man. They are a sleeper team to get to the finals, bro. Like, legit. Mm -hmm. I could see it. I could see the the Sacramento Kings, bro. They fucking beat the Warriors in game one. Yeah. These are the same Warriors that I saw put 50 on the Portland Trailblazers in the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I know that uh, Chris Webber and um, I mean, I, not really Mike Bibby, but I can see definitely Chris Webber yeah. uh, looking at this and, you know, them getting to, you know, past the first round and, you know, getting to the and just in the scenario they get to the finals right um yeah chris weber is just looking back and he's behind the mic and he's saying it should have been me <laughs> facts bro you're <laughs> like i should have got the championship yeah but of course i mean i mean a little little history lesson for you kids are we're too young for this but uh let's just say that there was a lot of um financial chicanery going around to say the least and it was it was definitely a, a bunch of folks uh, betting on games that they were they were officiating <laughs> fucking factuals yo yeah playoffs <laughs> just like they were betting on the playoffs <laughs> And they're just trying to say, like, oh, you know, these this this team is going to win in this round of the playoffs. Yeah, that, that wasn't a question. That's a fact. <laughs> facts. These are facts. Playoffs? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to find that drop. Are we talking playoffs or what? <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but uh, but shout out to them crooked ass refs, man. Fucking facts, yo. Yeah, it's like the Clowns, dynasty man. that never was. The dynasty know? that never was, exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like I forgot what that ref's name was, but I remember he he was beefing with Chris Paul for the longest time, and it's just like every game that he refereed, Chris Paul just happened to get like more fouls than usual. 
Oh, you mean when he was like in, in New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans? I yeah. can't remember who that referee was, but I remember there were some crooked ass refs in the NBA. What, was it like Crawford or something? <sighs> Might have been. I don't know. Hold up. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure about that one. But, anyways, but, but yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> so the refs are definitely feeling themselves a lot more. Or at least back in the day, they were feeling themselves a lot. And they were just like, I, it's like, um, what was the, there was a quote uh, from a U.S. Scott coach. Foster. That's Scott who it was. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of, um, you know, when the refs were feeling themselves and uh, one of the uh, president, one, not just the only, but one of the presidents that's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, Abe Lincoln. When he was doing, um, what was it, Riverboat Barge uh, wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Wrestling yeah. bears and shit. Yeah. And, you know, he was, like, cutting promos on people and shit in the stove, <laughs> stove top hat. And he was saying some shit, like, he was recorded saying, Hey, there, I'm the big bucket is lick, and if you want to come and try me, come on and wet your horns. I felt like that deserved it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that old school trash talking, man. You know, Facts. just cutting that harsh promo and shit. You're like, oh, my word. Yeah. It's like all these raps are out here. I'm the big bucket is lick. Yeah. Like staring down, like the, staring down Ron Artest in the face. <laughs> After this nigga jumps in the crowd and punches a fucking fan in the face. Yeah. <laughs> talking about they getting in they getting in the grill of dennis rodman facts Dude, they getting they, they're getting up like shit like i'm sorry I'm, I'm not chest to chest because they were too tall but like chest to forehead yeah, to like yeah. lambeer and shit fucking facts I'm like, are you crazy facts so like, you are insane they got that earl hebner energy <laughs> <laughs> well it was earl hebner would be like freaking like forehead to crotch yeah facts yeah, but like earl hebner used to actually like that's that that was that's what used to get a cheap pop in wrestling whenever like a heel like triple h is in hebner's face pushing him and pointing his finger in his chest and shit and then when of course the referee pushes them and the wrestler takes a bump you know that always pops the crowd and shit yeah 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 the referee like i'm the goddamn official in here <laughs> it's like hebner and like I, I'm, I'm thinking of um you know it's like some of the great referee slash manager slash coaches you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like i mean on on the um on the mount rushmore it's it's gotta be um one one of them's got to be Earl Weaver. Oh, dude! You know, yeah. You're here for one goddamn specific reason. What's that, Earl? Just fuck up! Ah, oh, you're <laughs> full of shit. Fuck you! It's like ah, fuck you. Earl Weaver, yo, like, this is something that like I've I've tried to explain this to Katya once, and I remember the first time I explained to her like manager ejections in baseball are meant to hype the team. Yeah. That's that's all they're there for. Like when a manager comes out all piss and vinegar screaming at somebody, that's to hype the boys in the dugout. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, our, our our guys out here arguing for us. Right, because in baseball, it's 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 a game of strategy and it's not like incredibly dynamic. It's already locked in. Oh. We know what we're good at. We know what the other team is good at. Facts. And if there's just going to be, you know, tweaks here and there, it's already built into the plan. Yeah rest of the time the manager doesn't have to be there but he's there just to be mostly the hype man well but also he's there throwing signals to his third base coach his first base coach like he's throwing signals to the catcher what he wants to see the pitcher throw like the manager's actually doing a lot more than but most of the time if you're not paying attention you just see this guy sitting there leaning on the fucking edge of the dugout looking at shit you know what I mean? like, right right but i mean but for the most part it's like he is the you know the center conduit to make sure that everybody's doing their job and he's like the the central node right and it's going to be just, you know not just relaying information but understanding the information and then sending that back out for me i think like the mount rushmore of managers i would rather i, I would love to have been able to play under earl weaver okay tommy lasorda <laughs> Tommy Lasorda, when he would come out and he'd get in umpire's faces, he's picking up bases and throwing them into left field. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. like he's he's sitting here like fucking kicking dust on home plate, making the umpire's umpire's job like. So 
okay, so okay, so you already got two baseball, and I'm like, I understand because you're you're a baseball, you're baseball mark. I understand. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got I got other sports here too. No, I'm just saying, it's like I mean, for the major North American, like one for each, right? right. Oh, oh, we know, go baseball, basketball. Oh, football. okay, we're gonna do that. Okay, yeah. so baseball, most definitely Tommy Lasorda. Okay. I'd pick him over Earl Weaver just because, just. Anytime you watch documentary film or anything about Tommy Lasorda managing the Dodgers, like through the eighties and shit, mm-hmm. and just his big bumbly ass, like coming out there arguing with the Philly fanatic type shit, like th- that's the kind of dude you need on your squad right there. Like he's gonna come out and he's gonna be like, "Oh, that's bullshit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gonna be talking with like his entire upper body. He's that guy yelling at the umpire after every single pitch. <laughs> Until yeah, yeah. the umpire finally gets sick of it and goes, "Get the fuck out of here, Tommy!" And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna throw me out?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so like the big just gesticulations, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> NBA, <laughs> Phil Jackson, bro. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, one hundred percent. Triangle. I'm talking like prime ninety ninety. Bill Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, his, his voice was already still gone. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, fuck, I'd even take, like, fucking early 2000s Lakers Phil Jackson. Oh, yeah, when he went, when he went to, like, Susan. Yeah, like Kobe and Shaq. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I can, see, I can see that. I mean, yeah. you, you take him over, like, the, over, like, Pat Riley? <sighs> see, like, now you're making me think about that, too. <laughs> I'm yeah, talking about the slick back Wolf of Wall Street hair. Like, motherfucker's always sharp as shit in a suit. Got his hair slicked back. You're damn right. You know what I mean? It's like he's fucking over the Knicks again. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that Pat Pat Riley with the heat, that era, that tsh, fire. Yeah. 100%. Jeez. <sighs> Fuck, now I got to think about this. Football. Football. Oh, see, now I got to really think about this. Okay. Because I'm like... Strategically, I'd probably say like fucking Belichick, but that's not going to be fun because like I watch a lot of Rich Eisen show and they literally have a segment called Bill Belichick's fucking like post post game press conference of the week. (laughs) And it's always just like somebody asks him a question. that's like a detailed, deep question that like, you know, any coach would suddenly go into that fucking coach's jargon type shit. And then here, here's Belichick just like, we're just here to play the game. <laughs> He's definitely got a lot of the Marshawn Lynch. It's like I'm here just so I don't get fined. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he doesn't say it like out loud. Facts. I will say, as much as I hated, hated the Raiders. Still hate the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Most of our listeners that are like Raiders fans are like, well, fuck you, Stu. Shout out to you guys. You fucking monster. <laughs> I'm just wondering, it's like, what era are we talking about? Are we talking about like Oakland the first time, or are we talking about LA? Is it back to Oakland? I'm talking Al Davis, bro. Well, Al Davis for all of them. I know. I, th- I think I'd rather play for Al Davis. Although. Okay. I mean, like, I, I, I would. I, Although I would love to Al play Davis, for John Madden. I, I would go John Madden. Yeah, I don't know, but Al Davis just seemed like he's just that fun guy. That's like, I'm trying to put a winning product on the field. Just win, baby! Like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's like Don Shula is definitely a. Um, it's a safe pick. Yeah, Don Shula is a safe pick. You know, like fucking mid '80s or '70s Dolphins, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. '70s Dolphins, like the perfect season. Yeah. You know the the drinking and the smoking in the locker room. Facts. Guy. I mean, they, they, if that's the route, man, I'd probably go like Tom Landry. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, uh, the bear. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So I'm not even going into hockey on this one. You know, it's like, hey, sorry for all you hockey fans. I think it's freaking fun, but I don't have. My, my bag isn't that deep when it comes to hockey, so let's go with wrestling. I was going to say, I mean, if I had to pick hockey, I'd probably go with Joe Quenville. He was a longtime fucking manager of the, uh, or he was the head coach of uh, 
Chicago's Blackhawks, like when they were fire in like the mid two thousands. Okay. Fire. Um, let's go like wrestling. Let's, let's go. With something Bobby the Brain Heenan, bro. Oh. Is that a question? Like, <laughs> you listen to me, you go straight to the top. You don't listen to me, they'll never hear from you again. Like, <laughs> fire, bro. Like, a close second behind him. Paul E. Dangerously, Paul Heyman. Paul E. Dangerously, yeah. Be a Paul Heyman guy? Yes, I am a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, 100%, bro. 100%. It's like it's like that, and I would say probably fifth down the line, probably maybe Dutch Mantel. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking like 1980s Dutch Mantel? Are you talking like real Americans Dutch Mantel, where it's like, it's, it's definitely right wing. <laughs> Like, Semi racist. Gotta go xenophobic. <laughs> Dutch Mantel because that was great work. That was great. Oh, heel facts, work. bro. Bro, when he had fucking Cesaro, a Swiss man, calling himself a real American. Real American. The, yeah. the real, a real American dream. You know what I mean? Fucking real facts. Success story. That's what that is. Facts. <laughs> oh god, you you want to do? Uh, you want to rank wrestling managers, bro? Like who you would pick? Oh, man. So, like, my number one overall would obviously be Bobby Heenan. Behind him, fucking Paul Heyman. But, but yeah, but that, that's that's gonna, definitely going to take a while. Dude. Oh, yeah, because then, like... his own episode, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know. We'll have to... We'll, we'll, one of these days, we'll, we'll write out a list, and we'll do a fucking list episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can add that next to, like, the Candy Hall of Fame type Right, thing. right. Well, we did a candy draft, so, like, we could draft, like, wrestling managers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be fire. I mean... You know, it's like, I mean, it's like, I guess, it's like, I me mean, when we start running out of material, we'll go down, like, the, <laughs> like the BuzzFeed type, type stuff. We'll go, oh, like, nah, listicles. I ain't, I ain't even trying to do all that. Yeah, you know, well, you're not trying to do listicles and shit? I mean, we could do listicles, but. I mean, we can get at least, like, a good six ads into it. Into a <laughs> listicle, you know what I mean? You know, start funding this operation. Start probably. funding this whole operation with ads and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we get at least two for, like, rival dick pills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, you know, it's like, I mean, of course, you know, Linda Goddard, she's always got... Oh, dude, shout out Linda Goddard for sure, bro. Like, I mean, she's always got, the, you know, like, prime position. Yo, you know, the, she's got pole position. Which, by the way, if you have you, have you checked the website? Um, not recently. Okay. She just dropped strawberry cheesecake. Linda Goddard Flavor Suppositories. Nice, nice. Stew eats ass, twenty percent off, free shipping. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, it's like it's eats, but with in two Z's. All right. Facts. Yeah, eats with a Z, ass with two Z's. Z's. Yeah. Shout out Linda Goddard. But uh, we've been going over an hour, my brother. Where can people follow you? All right. Um, you can follow me. Uh, one to your mama's house, but also. Uh, gonna head back head back to the crib you know what i mean follow me back to my crib just make sure that you don't wake up the rest of the bitches and uh hit me up at grinding on a budget g-r-i-e-i-n underscore on underscore a underscore budget i am owning the three underscores because you know what comedy comes in threes really good things come in threes and you know, threesomes are great for me. So once I shove my tongue in your ass, you black out. I mean, that's the energy. Yeah. Well, you can also follow Manny at uh, guy underscore in underscore glasses. Like, I'm not in the underscore game with my shit because I, I have no reason. For I mean, I could go baby underscore face underscore stew, but I'm not going to do that because I don't need fucking underscores. <laughs> But if you need these jokes, Babyface Stew, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you chuckle fucks. That's it. Like fucking, you can you can follow me there. But uh, that, yeah, that, that that's all. Yeah, I mean, if you want to follow the show account, that's at CBWMNS on Instagram. Those DMs are open. If you have questions for the show, but nobody ever seems to ask questions, we just get bots like click link to come see Bob. Bob Bob the machine. We're not trying to see that shit. But uh, I'm going to keep the same energy at the end of this episode that I keep at the end of every episode. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at mcstizza26 on Snapchat. You can send that shit to Zeus. and I mean, usually if he reads it, he would screenshot it and 
I mean, he needs, and he needs receipts, but yeah, but because you know, for for posterity reasons, we do need that shit in triple kit. So facts, and you know, he can't because yeah, you know, androids. Shout out to her. (laughs) But this has been episode 50.5 of Cigars and Bars. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week in Phoenix, where Manny's no longer banned. You're on the road, baby. We love y'all. Love your face. weekend and next weekend i'm definitely gonna have a lot of uh black dynamite energy oh 100 percent. for sure you know what i mean it's like i mean when i was talking about you gonna wake up the rest of the bitches i was serious <laughs> <laughs>